There's just over three weeks left before the November 8th election and control of the United States Senate hangs in the balance. This week, J.D. Vance debated Congressman Tim Ryan for the Ohio Senate race. And today on the Mark Harrington Show, I'm going to unpack that debate. Activist Radio, the Mark Harrington Show, is brought to you by Created Equal, and you can support our work by going to createdequal.org and just clicking on the donate link on the right side of the page. And please share the podcast and leave a five-star review. So today, what I want to do, I'm going to take some time to respond to some of the questions and answers in the debate between J.D. Vance, who's the Republican candidate for U.S. Senate here in the state of Ohio, and Congressman Tim Ryan. And this was just the other day. And so what we're going to do, we're going to play some clips here specifically on the question of abortion. And the first clip we're going to play is Tim Ryan responding to uh, or, or giving his response to the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Go ahead and play that clip. I support going back to Roe v. Wade. That was established law for 50 years, and we didn't have all the chaos that we're having now. We read at least a couple articles every week of young people, underage girls who have been raped, or women who have had uh, significant problems with their pregnancy, not be able to get help in the state. They got to go to Indiana. They got to go to Illinois, and that's not good enough for J.D. Vance. He well, there you go. So he basically says that after Roe was overturned, that there's been chaos. Well, I don't know about you, but the sky's not falling in these states like Ohio and Texas, other states that have severely restricted or banned abortion. Uh, so he's wrong on that. And if it caused a little chaos, so be it. We're trying to end child killing. This is not going to be easy, Tim. This is going to be difficult. And he talks about how every week we hear a story about a young woman who's been uh, who's who's uh, faced with an unplanned pregnancy because she was raped. Not about you, but I haven't seen those stories. Doesn't mean they are happening. Doesn't mean women are being raped. Doesn't mean women aren't getting pregnant. I understand all that, but it's not happening like Tim Ryan says. So Tim Ryan's wrong on that. He says he wants to codify Roe v. Wade. No, he doesn't. He actually wants to expand abortion beyond Roe v. Wade. He voted for the Women's Health Protection Act in Congress, which would have expanded abortion to allow for it up to the very moment of birth. So Tim Ryan is wrong. Uh, go ahead and play this next clip. Now, this is J.D. Vance in response to Tim Ryan's uh, position on abortion. Go ahead and play that clip. Look, I am pro-life. I've always been pro-life. And I, I grew up in a poor family in a poor community. I saw a lot of young women have abortions when I was growing up. And one of the things that always struck me is it felt like a lot of those young women didn't have options. They felt like they didn't have the health care that they needed. We got to fix that. They felt like it would have ruined to have a baby so early, would have ruined their career, their personal lives. We've got to fix that sense too. Go ahead and stop there. Here's the thing. I mean, I like J.D. Vance. I'm going to vote for J.D. Vance. Why am I going to vote for J.D. Vance? 
because I don't want Tim Ryan in the United States Senate. We've got to gain control of the U.S. Senate to stop bad things from happening from the Biden administration. But that doesn't mean I'm a huge fan of him. In fact, I think his answers on abortion were inadequate, kind of lame, to be honest. Uh, I wouldn't even consider him pro-life based on his answers. But for what it's worth, this is what they were. He talked about we have to fix that, talking about government solutions to abortion. I got news for you, J.D. We don't have money problems. We've got moral problems in America. And that begins with the belief that we can kill unborn babies in this country. We got to solve that. No amount of money is going to solve that. Plus, he never mentions parenting and adoption as options. Uh, I think this view of women is condescending. I think that women can do hard things. I know they can, and they can parent if necessary, if they choose not to uh, adopt the child out to a loving parent. So, J.D., I think it's time you do a little bit of work on your pro-life arguments. Now, in the second clip, J.D. Vance talks about what's happening in the U.S. Congress regarding abortion and the introduction of a bill that would ban abortion at 15 weeks. Go ahead and play that clip. Now, on the Lindsey Graham bill, my view on this is, generally speaking, Ohio is going to want to have different abortion laws than California, than Texas. And I think, abor- I think Ohio should have that right. But Go ahead and stop it there for a second. Just stop it there for a second. First of all, we don't believe in states' rights on abortion. The federal government has the prerogative, if you will, the authority to end murder. The idea that the states are going to regulate or ban murder and we're not going to take this up as a federal issue, is dodging the question, J.D. There has to be a national standard either come down by the U.S. Supreme Court that would recognize personhood in the, fir- 15, or, or, or in the, in the Fifth and Fourteenth Amendment. Uh, that word person includes the unborn. The U.S. Supreme Court is going to recognize that. Or the U.S. Congress has to ban abortion at conception. So I believe in standards, too, and it has come from the federal government. This this whole issue of the states dealing with it is a temporary thing, and it's certainly not the end game. Go ahead and continue on with that clip. Standard is totally fine with me. We're talking about five-month-old babies, fully formed babies who can feel pain. No civilized country in the world allows elective abortion that late in pregnancy. I don't think the United States should be an exception. All right, leave it there. I've dealt with this before, but here's the deal. We don't just ban abortion because a baby can feel pain. That's not the standard. That's just ageism. That's basically determining who lives and dies based on their age and their ability to have certain levels of development. The fact that a baby feels pain is simply an issue of development, which is an issue of their age. It's ageism to only protect children who feel pain. That's number one. That should not be the standard, certainly not a standard that would go nationwide and preclude state legislatures from going further. And that's what this Lindsey Graham bill would do. It would set a national standard at 15 weeks. That's not adequate. We want the standard to be no abortions, abolishing them from the beginning at conception. And then he says that no civilized country does this. Well, we don't want to compare ourselves to Europe. We don't want to 
compare ourselves to other dictators around the world and say the United States needs to fall in line with them. That is not the standard to which we should be uh, uh, setting ourselves for. Our standard should be this. What does the Bible say? What does the Constitution say? And what does basic human rights, what do they teach us? Now, let's go on to the next clip. This is talking about exceptions and J.D.'s Van, J.D. Vance's opinion on that. Look, I've always believed in reasonable exceptions. This is a misrepresentation of my view. But let, let, let's hear it from me, not from Congressman Ryan. Uh, I, I absolutely Let's think stop it there. I, I got to say something. Reasonable exceptions. The two words don't go together. Nothing is reasonable that kills an unborn baby. There is no exception that is reasonable. It's not reasonable that baby, that baby's going to die. If you say a baby should die because we are allowing for the exception of rape or incest, that's not reasonable. That's not reasonable. I understand what he's trying to do. It's a political position he's taking. He doesn't want to be seen as extreme. But once again, he needs to brush up on his pro-life apologetics. My fear is that he's probably not sat, sat through any kind of pro-life uh, presentation on the position of the anti-abortion movement, and therefore he caves when asked a difficult question. Go ahead and continue on with this clip. Ten-year-old girl, the case that we've, of course, heard a lot about, an incredibly tragic situation. I mean, look, I've got a nine-year-old baby girl at home. I cannot imagine what's that, what that's like for the girl, for her family. God forbid something that, like that would happen. I have said repeatedly on the record that I think that that girl should be able to get an abortion if she and her family so choose to do so. But let's talk right, about leave that. leave it there. Let's leave it. Let's leave it there. I mean, okay. This is not the pro-life position, J.D., you call yourself pro-life, but this isn't pro-life. We don't believe in rape and incest exceptions. Here's the view, the position of the pro-life movement historically and today. And that is, number one, rapists should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Let's all agree on that. They should be thrown in jail. Number one, that's the crime. A child who's conceived in rape should not pay for the sins or the crime of his father. Whether that baby is conceived in love or violence, that baby deserves the right to life, just like any other child. It's not that child's fault. We should seek capital punishment for the rapist, not capital punishment for the baby. The baby did nothing wrong, therefore the baby should not pay for the crimes of the father. And so if we compared uh, the unborn to the born, we would not accept rape exceptions because you could easily say, what do we do with a child that's conceived in rape and born in rape? Should we kill him or her? No one would agree to that. No one would accept that. Everyone would see that as uh, being uh, terrible. And therefore, it should be the same for an unborn baby. We don't kill born children because they were conceived and born in rape. We don't want to kill unborn children because they're conceived in a rape. It's all an issue of their age. So, J.D., you got to brush, brush up. J.D., you got to brush up on your pro-life apologetics. You got to get these right. Take the time to explain to the American people 
the historic position on the, on these issues. Otherwise, you're going to get caught in these gotcha questions and you're just going to go to the default position that we accept abortion in the case of rape. That is not an acceptable pro-life position. And J.D. Vance, I'm sorry, you're not pro-life. So you've been listening to your radio activists here on the Mark Harrington Show. You can find out more by going to MarkHarringtonShow.com. That's MarkHarringtonShow.com. And folks, if you'd like to invite me to come speak to your congregation, to your Right to Life chapter, maybe a banquet of your Pregnancy Resource Center, or any other venue, I'd be happy to come and inspire you and your people to do more to get in the fight for life. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember, America, to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to make a difference for the cause of life, liberty, and justice, go to createdequal.org. To follow Mark, go to markharringtonshow.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your marching orders in the culture war.